Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. 2023, stand up for your country. Balloon madness. It's all over the place. But we don't know anything. But that doesn't stop the cable TV news operations from speculating and guessing. And what if, what might, and blaming. A lot of blaming going on. So I am trying to get solid information about the three balloons that were shot down after the big one went off the coast of South Carolina and got blown out of the air, but I don't have anything for you. And I talked to Speaker of the House McCarthy myself. We'll get to that later on in the program. But I don't, have, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. It's just dumb, right? Now, I think the Biden administration is going to have to release some intel I think they have to, and when they do, we will report all of it. So that's where we are on balloon madness. The talking points memo, however, is about my trip to the Super Bowl. All right, a lot to tell you about here. First, I wrote a column on it. It's on BillOReilly.com. You can access it even if you're not a premium member. I hope you read the column. 
Um, Phoenix, where the game was held, derived $600 million from the spectacle, according to Visit Phoenix, a nonprofit marketing group, $600 billion. Now, why is this important? For two reasons. Number one, the Super Bowl is the most vivid display of capitalism on the planet. You want capitalism, you want to understand it, you watch the Super Bowl, not just the game, but everything surrounding it. Number two, President Biden doesn't believe in trickle-down economics. He believes in inside-out economics, which is the government hands out all the cash. That's what Biden wants. But trickle-down economics in Arizona was hugely successful last week. I made it a point. You know, I got in there Friday afternoon, and for three days, I just talked to as many workers as I could talk to. And I spread some good cash around myself, heavy tipping. And I was saying, I said, what does this mean to you? Oh, my God. Everybody from the chambermaids to the Uber drivers to uh, the people at the stadium who were hired, the extra people, the security people, all of them made a lot of money. It meant a lot to them. Trickle down. Because all the fat cats, big shots, wealthy capitalists were there in Phoenix. Does that make sense to everybody? I hope I'm trouble. That's why I went to chronicle all this. And I'm a football fan. Okay, the only person who didn't get paid was Rihanna, the halftime songstress. Is that a lot of songstress? There they are. There's like a hundred of these uh, little pilderry. Pillsbury Doughboys run around, the Shroud guys, I call them. They're the Shroud guys. Now, Rihanna was lip syncing, okay? She was going up and down a little platform, and she performed for 13 minutes. I had to ask the people I was sitting with, is this just one song or are there a bunch of songs? All Rihanna's songs sound exactly the same to me, all right? But I, I, would, I didn't object to her. I mean, the younger people like her. I mean, who am I going to demand? Three dog night? <laughs> okay. So Rihanna didn't get paid, but her record sales go crazy. So the NFL barters this. They bring in Rihanna and the other halftime acts. Nobody gets paid. Expenses, they, NFL picks up all that. But then they, their records and their recordings get Spotify and all of that. Okay. Um, more people watched. Rihanna and the Pillsbury Doughboys than the game. And I knew that was going to happen. So about 119 million viewers across all platforms watched the Super Bowl halftime show, and 113 million watched the actual game. Okay, because some people don't like football, but they want to see what the spectacle is. I had the best seat in the house for that spectacle. I was on a 50-yard line, okay? Nobody in front of me. I was in the first row. It was like me and Rihanna, okay? And again, she lip-synced it, but I, I don't care. It was okay. Would I buy Rihanna's recordings? I don't know what I'd ask for. It all sounds like one song, as I said. Would I see her in concert and pay money? No. But I understand her appeal. And Barbados, where she's from, does very well from her. Okay, so the players... 
averaged $157,000 each for the winner and $82,000 for the loser. The Philadelphia Eagles got $82,000 and the Chief players got $157,000. Um, and it was a great game. You know, it was just a really excellent display on the field. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole experience. But I was reporting there as well as watching. I was watching everything that went on. One thing I did not see was the Super Bowl commercials, all right, which is a big thing. The most controversial commercial turns out to be this one. Go. Take a look in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see it clearer? Or are you deceived? And what you believe? Because I'm only human after all. It's a commercial promoting Jesus. Now, what, what would be wrong with that? Okay, I mean, even if you don't like Jesus, it's an interesting commercial, and right? Okay, no, not according to Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who tweets, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. Fascism? What? What is, was fascist about the commercial or the Super Bowl in its entirety? What? So now I have moved Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from far-left fanatic to loon. She's in the loon category after that tweet. Now, she didn't even write that tweet. Somebody wrote it for her, and she puts it out under her name. But think about this. What, what is fascist about a commercial promoting Jesus? What? I, 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 I guess maybe she thinks it's fascist for the television network to charge money for a commercial. I, I don't know. If you know... What this is, please, I'm not, I never beg, but I'm asking emphatically, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, tell me what she's saying. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. There was another controversial situation that was equally as stupid, okay? So ESPN, ESPN announcer Chris Berman was talking about the dynamics of the game. And one of the dynamics was, for the first time, there were two African-American quarterbacks. Roll the tape. Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team 
has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. So, what's wrong with that? All right, February 12th, game was played on February 12th, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. All right, Berman is reporting that the great emancipator, President Lincoln, which is what he was, coincides with, for the first time, two African-American quarterbacks. That's just a historical aside, right? No, no. So some crank named Rahim Shabazz puts this out on the Internet, quote, During ESPN's post-game show, veteran sportscaster Chris Berman signaled to white folks to not get caught up celebrating the first time in history two black quarterbacks were playing in the Super Bowl because today is Abe Lincoln's birthday, unquote. Well, as a white folk, I didn't take anything away from what was happening on the field, and I thought Berman put the day in context. But again, I'm a white folk, so I'm a racist. Now, after that went up, the smear people on Twitter and their legion started on Berman. Vicious, vicious stuff. And all the man did was state the facts. And that's the nation we live in today. We have empowered lunatics and they use, misuse, their ability to go on social media, like Mr. Shabazz, okay? I mean, it's just, to me, it makes me angry, but it also makes me sad 
because there's no way to stop this. So we, for the rest of my life and your life, even if you're a young person watching today and listening on the radio, you're going to have to smear stuff every single day in your face. And the government can't do anything about it. The loons have been unleashed. So anyway, Chris Berman's a good guy. All right. All he did was point out what was happening on February 12th. And he gets that. Now, the United States also profits from the Super Bowl because it demonstrates our cultural power and our economic power, of course. But all over the world, the Super Bowl is now an event. Okay? It is the most um, it is the most famous event in the world. And people in the middle of the night, they showed shots in Africa, in South America, uh, of people actually watching the Super Bowl. It's big. And that is a good thing for America because our cultural power can win people over to our side. All right, so we dominate film, music, uh, literary, and sports. You know, I know the World Cup is big. It is, no doubt. Super Bowl is bigger. And so it's good. Uh, Now, I'm going to get into the Black National Anthem in a moment, but it's separate from the Talking Points memo, okay? So I'm going to do one more thing for the uh, TPM. The No Spin News and BillOReilly.com, I think we're the most successful independent news agency in the world right now, particularly after the direct TV pickup. Um, We benefited greatly by me going there. And I'll tell you uh, more about this specifically later um, throughout the week. But I had extensive conversations with a lot of different people who are important to this country. All right, so I I had never met Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I had never met him. And I had two conversations with him, and uh, he told me he wants to come on the No Spin News, so we're in the process of booking that now. And I did talk to him about the balloons, and he, he, I believe him, he, he didn't know what was going on either, even though he was being briefed. We didn't have specifics, but I talked to him about a lot of stuff, a lot of political stuff, strategy and this and that. I'm going to hold it back till he comes on, uh, but we're going to have an extensive interview with Mr. McCarthy, who's a man of his word. Um, So I do expect to see him uh, in the next uh, week or so. I also had a nice conversation with uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And I would have never in a million years been able to do that outside of a social situation. And I'm, I'm not a Washington, D.C. socializer. A uh, very good conversation with him um, about the structure, the daily structure of the Supreme Court. Did you know that in the morning, all nine justices deliberate, they hear testimony and all of that, and then they have lunch, but they're not allowed to talk about the cases at the meal. I did not know that. So I got into, well, what do you guys talk about? And he said, I don't know. 
and it was very instructive. Then I got to talk to extensively the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, okay, who somehow pulled off almost a miracle by stopping the kneeling at the games, okay? Now, whether you like Goodell or not, and some people think the NFL is too woke, I understand that, he very cleverly, all right, stopped all this anti-American business by the players. So that was an interesting conversation. And then I talked to tons of NFL owners, all gazillionaires, about how they made their money, how they, you know, did you know that Kraft, Robert Kraft, who owns the Patriots, he started in Worcester, Massachusetts, just running a regular business. Jerry Jones, funny guy, I had a long conversation with. He was in the oil business, but he, he came from nothing. You know, and it was, that's what I wanted to accumulate, that personal knowledge, which I was able to do. I have to say, everybody was respectful. Everybody. I didn't have one, you know, incident where pedestrians or, or people in the, in the gatherings or any of that were disrespectful. And, you know, I'm, I'm tuned to that, believe me. But it was, it was a very, it was a very enjoyable time. But I learned an amazing amount in two days. And that helps me. Because I'm here to give you honest commentary and put things into perspective, important things. Okay, that's the memo. That's the talking point. So let's get to the uh, controversy. Carrie Lake, who lost the governorship in Arizona, was at the game. I did not see her. Okay? 25 minutes before the game began, before kickoff, the pregame started for Fox Broadcasting. And first up was Cheryl Lee Ralph performing the song, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Roll it. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought. Now, you can't see it, but about 75% of the stadium stood up. Most people were distracted because it was so far off. They were still outside and and this and that. It took me about five minutes to get uh, what's going on. As soon as I figured it out, I went to my seat and I stood up. And I'll tell you why in a moment. Um, And the song was lip sync, but it was fine. Again, I don't don't care whether lip syncing or anything. It doesn't matter. But Carrie Lake did not stand up for the song. She was in her seat, okay? And she issued a statement saying, look, I don't want all of these different anthems. We're one America. We should have one national anthem, which is the opinion of of many Americans. But to me, the song Lift Every Voice is not an anthem. It's a song. Now, some people have dubbed it the Black National Anthem, if that's what you want to think it is. Some people think America the Beautiful is our national anthem. So the song was written way back in 1900 um, by the head of the NAACP back then, James Weldon Johnson. It's a song. 
Okay, there's no official capacity to it. It's not like the Star Spangled Banner, which has been designated the country's anthem. Right after um, the song was over, all right, they sang, um, I forget who sang the America the Beautiful, the guy did a good job, um, and America the Beautiful was up. Again, not everybody stood. I mean, people were talking and distracted and this and that. But then the final was uh, Chris Stapleton, a fantastic um, national anthem. Everybody stood. Nobody was, everybody stood respectfully. It's a great moment. Now, why did I stand during Lift Up? Because I did it out of respect. 70% of the NFL players are African American. If you took a poll, almost all of them, I'd say 95%, would say, I really like that song because it honors my tradition. Out of respect for that feeling, I stood up. On St. Patrick's Day, when they play, when the Saints go marching in, I'm up. You see? It's a sign of respect. That's all. I don't read into it. It's the Black National Anthem. I don't think it is. I think it's a song. But out of respect for those who have a legacy and who, who are attached to the song, out of respect for them, I stood up. That makes sense. I don't like this divisive stuff at all. I think we should all be empathetic and supportive to our fellow citizens. Now, I wrote a message of the day on this. So if you want to print that out, because I know some of your friends will disagree and all that, but you'll have it right there. This is a pretty well thought out thing for me. And that's what I did. Now, betting has overtaken America. That's a bad thing. I'll give you the stats. Um, 66% of the bets, according to DraftKings, were on the Eagles. Okay? And they all lost. $11 million was made by Nevada's sports books, apparently. That's the data they put out. But remember, legalized sports betting is everywhere now. So it's not what it used to be. Vegas was the only thing. Now it's everywhere. But most people lost. I told you not to bet the game. It's an impossible game to call. Possible. So um, the bookies, they did real well. Yeah, it's capitalism, but I'm telling you, this betting mania is going to hurt more people than it helps. All right, let's go to President Biden. He gives a speech today, National Association of Counties in Virginia. Uh, no, the Washington Hilton, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a campaign stop. That's all it is. He's the greatest guy. Under him, the economy is fantastic. Um, nothing wrong, even though inflation rose in January last month. 6.4% higher than it was in January 22. But no, hey, don't confuse the president of the United States with facts, okay? Everybody's suffering in the grocery stores and everything else, but don't confuse it. It's not. All right, the State Department has told all Americans who are in Russia now to leave 
immediately. It's a level four. You got to get the deuce out of there. Okay? There's a reason they're doing it. We're watching it. Um, Russia says it's got an offensive underway in Ukraine. We can't get any reporting out of there. Uh, We don't know what's going on. Uh, An interview by David Petraeus, former CIA General Petraeus, who I respect immensely, uh, says Russia's having a real hard time in Ukraine. For those of you who don't believe that and watch people who say that Russia's winning, you know, Petraeus goes, mm, no, just one. All right. Um, New Gallup poll, uh, 1,011 adults, pretty evenly between Republicans and Democrats. Here is the question. We'd like to know how you feel about the state of the nation, each of the following. How about the level of immigration in the country today? Satisfied, 28. Dissatisfied, 63%. It's the border. They don't want it. Asked of those dissatisfied with the level of immigration, would you like to see the level of immigration in the country increase, decrease, or remain the same? Increase 13, decrease 64. Okay, so everybody knows. Any, any person with any um, thinking ability knows how the Biden administration has destroyed, and I mean that literally, the southern border. And that leads not only to unfettered immigration, but hundreds of thousands of deaths by narcotics. There you go. Nikki Haley says she's running for president. Okay, good. Good. All right. Woman's 51 years old, former governor of South Carolina. Donald Trump appointed her U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Never been particularly uh, enthralled by Nikki Haley's intellectual ability. I don't want to be a snob, but she would never talk to me uh, because she's afraid. You couldn't answer that. If you can't do an interview, even with me, I mean, it's hard for me to respect you. But I'm glad she's in. Let's see what she's got. I'll give her a fair play. Uh, This is a terrible story, and I hate to run it, but I have to show you, you know, in this country we have insane parents. So there's a three-year-old boy. I'm not going to give you his name. He's in uh, Los Angeles County, and he goes to school, and his teacher tells him, look, Uh, don't paint your nails because only girls paint nails. Okay, this is a three-year-old. So he goes home to his father, and his father records a Q&A with his little boy and puts it on TikTok. Go. Yesterday, my son came home from school really upset because his teacher told him that painting your nails is only for girls. So today, I'm taking him to the nail shop. Your teacher said what? Um, uh, not to play my name. Why? Man, it's easy to turn. You said it's for girls, or what? Just for girls. <gasps> yeah. Hey. Hey. This one? Um, this one. Okay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Notice kids' hair is dyed. Okay. So there's nothing anybody can do about this. Our government can't legislate. School can't legislate. Nobody can legislate. But I go back to this, and I said it time and time and time again. There are so many bad parents. And I'm not, it's my opinion, okay, just so everybody knows, that what that father is doing is not right. It's just my opinion. I have a right to that opinion because the man puts it out on TikTok. Right? I mean, I'm not even going to get into all the harm that I believe, just my belief, comes from that. But it, it, it's just appalling. Smart life. All right, I learned something pretty important for me. It's all about me, right? In Phoenix. So I went on Saturday night to the most expensive restaurant I have ever been in outside of the French laundries in Napa and there's a couple in New York where they have a set menu. You walk in, you know what you're paying. Okay. This was an a la carte menu. I've never seen a more expensive restaurant. And I I mean, I live 20 miles from Manhattan. I've been to expensive restaurants. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. Place is packed. So I sit down, I'm looking at the menu here. It's insane. Okay. Steak was $115. So I ordered the steak because I wanted to taste what $115 steak was like. No potato, no vegetable, nothing. Just a steak. Okay. So I actually told the waiter, I said, and and the guy, you know, what's he going to say? He's working there. It was okay. I will never again go to an overpriced restaurant in my entire life. Even if I'm invited, I'm not going. I've had enough. Up to here, it's over for me. I'm going to the restaurants that are fairly priced. If you have something like stone crabs that are very expensive to harvest, lobster, I understand. But when you're charging $70 for chicken, I don't understand, okay? And I'm not even getting a little potato with it. So that was good for me. So I'm not going to waste any more money in these places. I'm not. Uh, I'm, what I want out of there, I mean, we had a good time. I mean, it, and all that, but I was... <laughs> it's day in history, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1972. It's one of the greatest TV things that I've ever seen. So there's a show called Mike Douglas Afternoon Talk Show. You may remember if you're an old timer like me. So Mike Douglas is this guy and he's bringing people and, you know, the usual Merv Griffin, Mike Douglas, all of that. So they bring on for the entire week John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Go. What would you like to talk about this week, John? Well, we, we, we like to talk about love, peace communication 
women's lead. Racism. Racism, and war, prison conditions. Prisons, and life in general. Drugs. Drugs, Drugs anything. You know, whatever, what, that's what's going on now. And right? also to show the future direction, you know, because the future direction is actually beautiful, you know, because people are getting very pessimistic these days, but actually it's going to be very beautiful, and we want to show that to people. 51 years ago. All right, Killing the Legends. <laughs> it takes you right inside this uh, John Lennon, Yoko Ono thing. But that happened 51 years ago. There they were for the whole week. Give peace a chance on daytime TV. I right, got a pretty extensive mail segment and a final thought you're not going to want to miss. This is one of the best final thoughts ever. Right back. Let's go to the mail. Uh, Cindy. Biden and his administration are on China's payroll, so they can't fight back. Cindy, I, you know, people believe what they want to believe, and I understand you have a right to believe what you want. If you have any information, though, that Joe Biden's on China's payroll, please bill at BillOReilly.com. I need it. Forward it to me. Bill Forrest, Woodbridge, Virginia. As you and I both know, President Biden is a puppet of the far left, pushing socialism. People come to this country because of capitalism and opportunity to live their dream. Why would anyone continue to vote for a party that wants to destroy capitalism? Because they don't want to compete. You, people don't understand this. Millions of Americans don't want to go to work. They don't want to get educated. They don't want to get a skill. It's hard. It's hard. You don't want to. They want to be given things. That's why. Russell Friedrich, Armstrong Creek, Wisconsin. Hey, Bill, I agree with Biden. Uh, the American public does not care about the Hunter Biden investigation. How am I supposed to get invested in this story when nothing ever happens? You got to care, Russell, if a sitting vice president is shown to be accepting money from his grifter son that comes from foreign nations. Now, I don't know what's going to happen, but if that happened, you got to care. Judy Bass. Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. I thought of the same things you did, O'Reilly, as I watched the Super Bowl. The prosperity displayed was an overwhelming celebration of what a merit-based system such as capitalism can make available to individuals. Right on. Very good letter, Judy. George Pavarnik, Las Vegas. Putin invaded uh, Ukraine for no valid reason, the same as Hitler invaded Poland. Why is Russia still a member of the U.N.? Because you can't throw out a country unless the Security Council all votes to do it and China vetoes. China keeps Russia in. Jimmy Jones, New Braunfels, Texas, in the Hill Country. Can you explain the Disney theme parks and why they're crowded? Because the kids want to go. The kids want to go to Disney. That's why. Simple as that. Tom Lynch, Wexford, Ireland. It seems from a distance that Democrats are much too clever for Republicans and of course, they have the media on their side. In Europe, we only get CNN. We're unable to get Fox News. That's the government's there. It's what they do. Wayne Zera, Frankfurt, Illinois. I'm a longtime listener. I've read all of your killing books. Last week, you mentioned that to get a good night's sleep, you have to think about positive things. Well, I awoke at about 3 a.m. last this morning, and I turned on the No Spin News, it relaxed me, and I fell asleep. I hope it wasn't boring. <laughs> Whatever works. Positive, positive, positive. 
Mike Johnson, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm part of Team Normal, no doubt, but it's difficult labeling yourself as Team Normal when in today's word, everything normal is considered crazy. Here it is. There's a lot of people, particularly foreign listeners and viewers, what's Team Normal? In the State of the Union, after address, Governor Huckabee Sanders said there are two teams in the USA, Team Normal and Team Crazy. We are Team Normal here. That doesn't mean we endorse whatever Republicans say, but we're Team Normal. And we have for you, coming up shortly, you can pre-order today on BillOReilly.com, Team Normal hats, shirts, bumper stickers, and mugs. Okay, let's get out there and wave the team flag. If everybody would do that, I, I think the country would be better off. Okay, uh, word of the day, do not be callow, C-A-L-L-O-W, when writing to Bill, uh, to the Notesman News. Okay, Bill at BillOReilly.com, I've repeated that, name in town. Callow, don't be callow. Back with a final thought you are definitely going to want to see. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, here is the final thought of the day, and it was discovered by one of our producers, Victor Garcia. Um, you know that uh, Biden blew off Fox, wouldn't do the interview, and for two reasons. Biden doesn't like to do any interviews. He just doesn't like to do them. And two, his donors, far-left Soros people, hate Fox and told them not to do it. So the combo, Biden didn't do it. Okay, he didn't do it. Nothing anybody can do about it. However, in 2011, Saturday Night Live spoofed my Super Bowl interview with Barack Obama. Go. All right, Mr. President, Egypt. A lot of turmoil, people in the streets, all that jazz. What's going to happen? Uh, Bill, the Egyptian people have uh, spoken uh, clearly. As you know, the factor's been on the Egypt thing for a couple days now, and this Mubarak guy, trust me, he ain't going nowhere. Okay, he's going to be there a long time. But he knows we're on him because he's a factor viewer. All right, so I don't think he's going to try any funny stuff, not with the factor watching. I mean, he could be, maybe, but I doubt it. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. All right, a couple more questions. The segment we call the Culture Quiz. First up, the Andy Griffith Show delighted American TV audiences from 1960 to 68. Which member of the cast later went on to direct such films as A Beautiful Mind and The Da Vinci Code? Uh, Bill, uh... Was it A, Don Knotts, <laughs> B, Ron Howard, C, Jim Neighbors, or D, Henry Winkler? Uh, Bill, it was Ron Howard, but uh, I don't think... Uh, 
was B, Ron Howard. But uh, I'm afraid. Correct, correct. Very good, Mr. President. Very good. Number two. Gunsmoke was the longest running TV series in history, starring James Arness as Marshall Matt Dillon. Who played the role of the glamorous dance hall girl, Kitty? Was it A, Donna Reed, B, Connie Stevens, C, Amanda Blake, or D, Raquel Welch? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Amanda Blake. Whoa! Way to go, Mr. President. Two for two. Uh, it was a lucky guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now we got time for our viewer mail. Uh, do I have to stay for this? Sit down! <laughs> you know, it was a much different show back then, in 11. And um, that was, if you watched The O'Reilly Factor, we did, you know, to lighten things up, a, a culture quiz. And um, that was genuinely humorous, right? I mean, it wasn't any nasty edge to it. And I remember back then they invited me uh, to host for a week. To, um, to host the show, not for a week. Um, and I wanted to do it, but I would have had to rehearse the whole week and I couldn't have done the O'Reilly Factory. And so the Fox News people, the brass goes, you know, we can't do that. You're over at NBC rehearsing all week for the Saturday Night Live. My argument was it will reach so many people um, that will be worth it, you know, around the world to get that kind of publicity. Anyway, uh, I decided not to do it. I mean, I could have pushed it, but I didn't because I understood the point. They're paying me. Fox is paying me. And, you know, I'm supposed to be working for them, not running all across the street to NBC. However, um, when I told them uh, that I couldn't do it, it wasn't because of the material. Now, you know, they would never, Saturday Night Live, never invite a person like me to host a show, ever, because it's so much nastier now. Uh, that show is, uh, they turned during Trump. And the viewership has gone way down. Kicker on it is, I did a skit. Uh, what up with that? You can Google that skit. We'll run it sometime, but I'm like, no, obviously I can do it tonight. But it was a lot of fun. And, and the whole thing over there, there were a few nasty people over there. Tina Fey, uh, nasty. Franken before, oh, awful. But most of them were really, really, they were in it for the laughs. They weren't in it for the political ideology. Fallon was like that when Fallon was over there. He was in it for the laughs. Miller, Dennis Miller, he did a weekend update. Norm MacDonald. These are guys who were just in it for the humor. But what happened was that they changed it into a let's curry favor with the progressives because they're the younger viewers who will watch. And the audience now is, is I think they used to do 15 uh, million, now they're down to four or something. Um, and it's just not, and then all the clips go out on the internet, so that's why people watch it that way. You don't have to sit through all the commercials, you watch a couple of skits on the internet and that's just killing them over there. But anyway, I thought you'd like to see that. Um, it was well done. I thought, and maybe uh, you didn't, but I thought it was pretty. I actually laughed watching that again while I was sitting here a couple of times. Armisen was great as Obama. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. I'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file. 
and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 